Stormy J. Bragg, the illustrious one, the bandwagon radio in full swing. You know how we do this thing, man. Hit that bell, subscribe right now so you can get those notifications when we drop a new episode like this one right here. Another special edition of the rundown segment right here on the bandwagon radio where I, myself, J. Bragg, sits down with artists across the globe, give them a chance to open up about their music, their personal life, and of course, you know we got to drop that new heat before the end of the show. Today, we got a special guest on the phone lines right now, hailing all the way from Los Angeles, California. Ivory Xavier is on the phone lines. How you doing? I'm amazing. How are you? I am great, 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 great. I am glad we got the chance to actually sit down and talk to you. Uh, you got the new single out. I had the chance to check it out. We're going to talk about that, of course. And uh, I'll give you a chance to introduce it, of course, a little later on in the show. Right? Okay. Cool. And then I'm going to give you a little feedback what I thought about the record, of course, myself, just as an avid fan of music. All right? All right. Sounds good? What you got for me? <laughs> well, I'm going to get to that a little later. I want I want the listeners to get a chance to find out more about uh, Ivory Xavier first. I'm, I'm going to let my views a little later on. There, there, there's some great thoughts, though. I got some great points, though. I assure okay. you. All right? But for my Go listeners, ahead. let's start off uh, first and foremost. Where were you born and raised? Because you're not originally from Los Angeles, California, correct? Right. No, I'm originally from Akron, Ohio. Okay. Originally born and raised in Akron, Ohio. So what, what was that landscape like? Talk to us about life growing up uh, in that area. Uh, life growing up in Akron, Ohio. Um, everyone talks about LeBron. That's where he's from. Right. <laughs> um, everyone's like, oh, did you did you drive by his, um, his house? You know, everyone, he's just like the big celebrity there. Um, and then in other ways, um, it's very... It's like a mix of like city life and rural life because like you have Cleveland, which is the closest big city, uh, like 30 minutes away. Um, And then you have like Akron, which is like it's not like a small, small town, but it is very small. So, you know, you can you can have your choice of if you want to, you know, go out or experience like a lot of great restaurants and just night nights out um, and fun things to do during the day or you can just 
chooses like being Akron where it's like more slow paced. Um, I will say Akron is a very creative city. There's a, there's like a, a, a little spot called Highland Square where there's a lot of creatives in that area. So okay. it's a, it's a great place for any creative to grow up. Got you. Got you. So it's, it's clear to say that you got a lot of your uh, influences from the area. Yeah, I guess like, we can say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And now, so let's talk a little bit about now, you know, transitioning. What, what, what got you into music? What, what led you to this music? Um, so I've been singing, like, all my life, too. So in Akron, there's um, a place called Littman Day School, but I think they changed the name now. But um, it's a Jewish school, and that's where I went to school from fourth to eighth grade. Okay. And so every year they have musicals, and then um, the musicals are in Hebrew, and then the narrators sing in English. Wow. So when I was in fourth grade, I was like, we did like Joseph in the Technicolor coat, and I was like an Egyptian. And then um, fifth through seventh, I was a narrator, and then eighth grade, I was Peter Pan. We did Peter Pan. So wow. um, okay. that's. Yeah, that's like where the music started. So yeah, at an early age, you were already kind of engulfed in in the entertainment and uh, music. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then um, in high school, in ninth grade, I did we did Sweeney Todd, so I I had like a small like extra background person role there. And then uh, I didn't really do too much with music after that until I auditioned for The Voice. Um, yeah for the first time, which was in Philadelphia, and then the second time was in Chicago, and I didn't make it either time. So I was, the first time I was like very nervous. Um, I didn't sound like anything how I normally sound. And then the second time I, was, I wasn't nervous, they just didn't pick me. So uh, that's pretty much you know my music journey leading up to now. Leading to now, right. Talk to us a little bit about that that experience. What was that like? Uh, what was that experience like, the auditioning aspect? Uh, the auditioning, so the first time when I was in Philadelphia, it was like, I didn't realize how long it was going to be. The line was, there were so <laughs> many people. <laughs> there were so many people. Like, I never, it was crazy. Um, and it was very cold outside. I remember it being cold. And, um, People were, like, asking me online, oh, so, like, what are you going to sing and everything? And I remember I wouldn't tell anybody <laughs> that I was about to sing because I'm like, I don't want you to take my song. Right, right. So uh, <laughs> we go up in the room, and then now you sing to my song. What am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, it was, it was a really eye-opening experience. I didn't realize how many people wanted to be the voice or like you know any you can compare it to any other singing competition too like they're like i didn't know that many people would want to be like american idol or you know any type of you know big spot that only one person can have um it's really crazy so the second time i was more um i was more confident i was more like okay i've done this before i know how this is gonna go exactly how to present myself when I get in the room um, when you actually audition you uh, they take you in groups of 10 to a producer and then the producer has everyone sing for like 30 seconds um, if they like you then they ask you to sing a little bit more and then they say at the end um, 
they're like, okay, we want this person, that person, and that person. And then they're like, everyone else, thank you for coming. Uh, the first time they gave, they didn't give individual advice, but they gave general advice. Okay. And they were like, um, we're not looking for the loudest person in the room. And I knew they were talking about me because <laughs> I, was the, I was the loudest one. And my nerves just like made my voice like super loud. And um, I knew they were talking about me. And then I was like, okay. <laughs> and then the second time they didn't give any type of advice at all. They were just like, thanks everyone for coming, but we're just going to go ahead with these people. So that was that experience. Okay. All right. Well, would you would you say it was a great experience? Did you learn something from it that you're using now in your own independent career? Um, I would definitely say I learned um, a good lesson of confidence by doing it. I would say um, just you just have to walk into a room like you own it and like you own yourself and like just know who you are and like be confident in that and like present that and sometimes people are going to like it sometimes they're not but you can't if they don't like it you can't let that really affect you you just have to move on and go to the next thing okay talking to ivory xavier right now los angeles california on the phone lines by way of akron ohio um let's talk a little bit about the record what, what was the purpose of the song in particular in your mind as the creator Okay, so I have a lot of love songs. Um, before I was, before I became Ivory, I was B to B, and I had I came out with maybe like ten songs or so when I was B to B, and a lot of them, mostly all of them, were love songs. Okay. Um, all my love songs have been about like unrequited love or like heartbreak and everything. And that's what the EP that I just came out with Prince of Sorrow is all about. Okay. But for once, instead of being sad about it, excuse me, I just wanted to be like, you know what? No, I'm going to have the power and I'm going to be like, no, um, I'm not going to wish you well. Like, I'm not going to hope that you have a good time and I'm not going to like cry about this. Like, I am who I am, and it's your loss. So I just wanted to come at it in a different perspective. Mm -hmm. Now, what type of feelings or emotions were you kind of trying to pull out of the listener? What, what did you want the listener to feel about the record? Um, I want, it's more so for people who are like, feel like the other person, like either let them on or the other person you know, it wasn't, it didn't work out and they don't want to be sad or they just don't feel like they're the ones in the wrong. I just want people to feel like empowered and like, yeah, whatever, like you're trash, fine. Not <laughs> saying that like anyone is trash, but like, you know, I just want people to feel like they have the power and that like they're empowered. Right. Okay. Now, what's most important to you when it comes to releasing your music? Because I can tell you, you seem like you have a, a structure and you seem like you have like a quality about you. Um, that the music is quality. Uh, your visuals are quality. What, what, when it comes to, you know, releasing your projects, what, what are some of those key things that are important to you? Thank you. Thank you. Um, a key important thing to me is I have to work with people who are very professional. Mm -hmm. uh, and I have to work with people who can help me bring 
my vision to life and I'm very specific on the my vision because these are things that I'm creating. This is my story that I'm trying to tell. Right. And while I'm completely open to other people's ideas a lot, like because the, there's a lot of things that I'm missing and I need someone else's thoughts and perspectives on that to really piece the whatever we're working on together. But I really need them to understand that like, I'm the artist, so I just want, I need to have, like, most of the creative control so that I can uh, properly tell the story that I'm trying to tell. Now, what do you appreciate most about the writing process? Another key thing I can tell about you from your lyrics and your writing and the music, I can tell you you take a lot of, uh, take it serious. I I can tell you take a lot of patience with your writing. What do you find most intriguing about the writing process? Um, So it depends on the song, actually. Um, Wish You Well, I just came up with the melody for that and then the idea of it, and then my friend, Mar Emanuel, he's actually an artist too. He's from Canada. Okay. Um, and he has a music video coming out for his song, Yet to Come. But mm-hmm. um, he pretty much wrote the lyrics for that one. And, I, and then he gave it back to me and we and I sang it with the lyrics and everything, or with the melody. And I was like, this is good. Like, this is exactly right. Um, but for my other songs that I completely 100% write myself, I a lot of them start off as poems and then I make them into songs. Uh, Or a lot of them, like I will listen to the beat and then I'll just kind of not freestyle because it's not live, but I'll just, I'll just dive into my soul and feel and just say what I'm feeling in terms of how the beat is sounding to me. Okay. So to answer your question, (laughs) uh, I think the most interesting part is when I'm making it from a poem into a song, because I feel like songwriting is something that is so much more important when you're actually talking about something and you're actually telling a story. So to turn one into the other is really interesting. Okay. All right. Now... Are there any people around that deserve some mention, shout outs, if you will, for their help or support on the latest uh, single or project? Um, I would love to shout out the producer, Nick. Um, he goes by the producer name of 13, T-H-R-T-N. Um, he did an amazing job on the beat. And he also produced two, other, two of my other songs, One Time and Seasons. He's an amazing producer. Um, I would love to shout out Jacob Beers. He did the mastering for the song. Um, I already shouted out Mar, but I'll shout him out again for the lyrics. And I really want to shout out my friend Jackie to Jackie Neely because she has been like one of the biggest supporters, um, especially with this song in particular. So I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Now, as an artist yourself, how do you feel about today's climate of music and artistry? As an artist, I like to ask artists this this question, just kind of get a sense of what they're thinking about the temperature of the music scene right now. Uh, me personally, I really like how things are going nowadays. I feel like now the creative teams are doing a really 
phenomenal job. I feel like the visuals for a lot of artists, um, when I'm, when I say visuals and I'm talking about artists specifically, what comes to mind is like Doja Cat and Megan Thee Stallion and Little Nas X, like those three in particular, the visuals are always on point and they're always amazing. So I love that. And I love like sonically in the music. Now artists are taking different genres and mixing them together and kind of making their own sound. Mm -hmm. So I like the, I like the mix of different genres, like R and B with pop tones and jazz tones underneath. Like I I love just the mixing of that. Yeah. I definitely, that's one thing that like in today's climate that I really do appreciate. Um, who are some of those artists you listen to kind of coming up and growing up? What are those inspirational artists? Yeah, who inspired you? Some of those artists that inspired you or musicians that inspired you? Growing up, uh, my mom was the one who always had the music playing. So my music taste growing up was her music taste. So uh, it was a lot of Sade, a lot of Michael Jackson, Diana Ross, Jackson 5. Uh, Jill Scott, Eric Badu, a lot of Neo Soul, mm. uh, but then a lot of like old school Marvin Gaye, The Temptations. Mm. Um, I think like someone in our family, like I think like my great aunt's like ex husband or something was like Rudy in The Temptations, mm. um, and I don't know, I can't think of anyone else in particular it was like a lot of flowetry was a big one um it was a lot of neo soul mainly neo soul now to what do you attribute your style to because like i said i think i feel like you have a very unique style and sound overall so what, what do you attribute that that sound to um I don't know, I guess I would contribute it to, I'm just trying to make my own sound and discover what that is. Um, I'm interested in a lot of different genres and I'm interested in in a lot of different topics and things, even though the main thing I like saying about is love. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm trying to just really figure out like what my sound is um i look at artists like snow allegra i love her mm-hmm. um she has her own sound but it reminds me a lot of sade so you know like i listen to her and i as soon as like the beat drops and then i hear like the first like two seconds of her voice i know that that's a snow allegra song mm-hmm. and like there's certain artists that like you just know what once you hear that beat like you know that it's gonna be them and that's kind of what I'm trying to work towards um so yeah it's it's a it's a process um especially because um I'm interested in different genres like I I like pop and then I like R&B and I like the neo soul R&B I like like the moody kind of New age R and B, so I'm I'm trying to just figure out like what that is. So so we're still playing with some ideas and concepts of the sound then. Exactly, yeah. Now let me give you a little bit of feedback. What I thought about the record, 
Okay. Right. Um, like I said, very unique sound overall. Uh, very fun. It's a fun record, up tempo. Um, has some uh, vibrant sound on here. Uh, nice writing on this one. Uh, nice lyrics. Um, aggressive energy. I like the aggressive energy of it. Uh, like I said, the production was nice. Uh, I think it has the crossover potential that you were talking about, that pop feel and vibe. You can definitely touch that mainstream audience as well with it. Um, it, it feels big. It feels like a big record to me. You know what I'm saying? Like I think it has a lot of potential. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Mm. Um, so let me ask you this. How does the recording process look with you? Set the scene for me real quick. What is a recording studio session with Ivory Xavier? How does that look? Okay, so when you record with me, not all the time, but I like to do this. I like to go in the studio, have some incense. Okay. I don't think I've actually even ever done this once in California. <laughs> but this is what I like to do. Okay. Uh, a lot of the time, when I was in Ohio, I did it more. But, um... I like to have some incense, and I like to have mood lighting. That's something for sure that is always there. Um, I like okay. to like have like purple lights around. I, I just like the color purple. Um, and I like to, I like to hear the engineers input uh, a lot. Um, and and every single time I go to the studio, without a doubt, no matter where I am, I always have the song pretty much done in my head that way when I know when I go in there I'm not wasting time or money mm -hmm. uh, one thing that I like am not so sure of when I go in is like how the ad-libs are gonna go or how some of the melodies are gonna go but I always figure that out when I get there so it's a lot of um, preparation before I get there and I like to um some songs I can knock out in like two hours, but some songs take a, need a little bit more attention, so I take a little bit more time on them. But um, I like to I like to knock it out. Get her done. Get her done. Yeah, the mixing part is probably my favorite part. Like just adding the effects and seeing what you can do and adding different sounds to the beat and everything. That's probably my favorite part. Okay. Now, if you had to sell yourself right now to my listeners, who is Ivory Xavier? Why are you so dope? Why should the listeners follow the movement, listen to the music? Um, Ivory Xavier is unlike any other artist that you've heard in a long time he brings his own sound to the table and he will come through with the visuals and if it's one thing that he will do is give you quality definitely giving quality i, I gotta gotta uh, uh you know pat you on the back for that definitely giving quality from the sound um as well as like i said the visuals uh talk to us a little bit about the video as a matter of fact Okay, yeah, so I did that in November. Um, I recorded at the Museum of Dream Space in L.A., which is like an interactive art museum. Okay. Uh, they have different installations in there. Um, so the, the video is pretty much just me interacting with the different installations. Uh, we also recorded at uh, Tiger Lab Studios, which is in Van Nuys. So the scenes where it's like the background 
is blue and white, and then in the, be- in the beginning where I'm looking in the mirror, that's at Tiger Lab. Um, and it was just me, my friend Larry shot the video. We just went to the museum, just us two, and just did it there. And then at the Tiger Lab Studios, um, they have two people that work there, Skylar and... Um, oh my God, I forget the other lady's name. But um, they had two people there that like set up the lighting and like showed us how to work everything and then our other roommate ariana had came and was just helping with like some behind the scenes stuff and helping setting lighting up and we just took our little crew and we just did it Mm -hmm. i um i was like i really want this to be like a fusion of like pop artists that I like so for inspiration I was looking at Rihanna's this is what you came for video with Calvin Harris mm-hmm. um that's kind of where I got the inspiration for the shirt to the see shirt because in her video she has a gray like flashy kind of shirt um and she's in her videos like her just like dancing around to like a pop song so I was like I like this and then um I was looking at Drake's Hotline Bling video, and I loved the colors in the back. I loved the color scheme in that video, so I was like, I kind of want to do something like that and wish you well. And then Ariana Grande's In My Head is like just her in a room. Um, And so I just wanted it to be like me in a room. I just took inspiration from all three and was like, uh, this is what we're going to do. Are you happy with the outcome? Yeah, I think it turned out really good. Uh, everyone that watches it is like, wow, this is really good. So I'm glad that I was able to properly execute that vision. Definitely uh, good quality visuals, good quality sounding audio as well. Um, I like to I like to applaud artists when I can tell that they're taking their craft serious and they're investing the right time and money and resources into what they're doing. So, you know, kudos to you for that. Thank you so much. Yeah, it re- I really appreciate it when people take the time to listen and watch and have um, positive feedback. Definitely. Now, before I let you introduce this record, I got a couple more questions, and I and I gotta ask you this: what, What's the ultimate goal here? What's your ultimate goal in the music industry? Um, I would love to collaborate with some other artists like Flora Ligra, Frank Ocean, Beyonce one day, maybe. Um, and I would love to perform at um, award shows and, you know, ha- and go on tour. I really want to go on like a big tour because I have like amazing ideas for how the tour would look and. You know, I feel like that's supposed to be an experience, and I would definitely make it an experience for people. Um, And, you know, I just want people to turn on the radio and hear Ivory Xavier. Now, do you have any community ideas, any, like, give-back pieces that, you know, you plan to roll out at some point, a part of your your, your brand or, you know, a part of your movement overall? Um, well, I, I am working with, um, my friend Lena, she's a singer, songwriter, um, and she 
needs help with video ideas and like location scouting and stuff and so since she saw my music video and she really liked how I did that and how I like came up with the idea and the locations and everything I'm helping her with that so maybe in the future that's something that I could do um is is help artists with their creative direction when it comes to music videos because even though I really only have like this is my like official one, Wish You Well, mm-hmm. and then I have like two on YouTube that aren't really as official, but um, I, I have a lot of like amazing dope ideas for music videos, so that's something that I would definitely be willing to work with artists in the future on. What, what's coming up? What's on the verge? What's, what, what should our listeners be on the lookout for from uh, Ivory Xavier? Um, so now I'm working on three music videos, and then I'm going to work on two more after that. Um, they're going to be for two songs off the EP, and then three songs that I have already came out with. Um, so yeah, that's coming next. Um, I am also working on a feature for somebody on their song, and then I'm doing... I'm working on a song for myself right now, too. But I'm not going to come out with the song until I do these videos. So um, really look out for the visuals. I really want people to see the the visuals. Make sure they on the lookout. Tap, tap, tap in. How can they tap in? How can they follow you on the social media? Um, All my social media accounts are just my name, Ivory Xavier. And it's Ivory like the color, but it's with two E's instead of a Y. Irie Xavier on the phone lines, Los Angeles, California, by way of Akron, Ohio. Go ahead, introduce the new single for the people. Wish You Well by Irie Xavier out now on every platform. That's right. You're hearing it for the first time right here on the Bandwagon Radio. Turn it up. Let go. Baby, there's nobody stopping you from, you from, getting you the away from me. Away from me Am I coming on too strong or too honest? If I told you that I'm happy to lose one If you don't want I'm sick and tired of everything The book that you be on Baby, it's not for me It's not for me Tell everybody what I said that I did you wrong Cause I don't wanna waste my time anymore No deception, no regret, I got telling you all It's just another conversation I'll have to endure This time around, I don't think I wish you well Wish you well, wish you, wish you, wish you well This time around, I don't think I wish you well Wish you well, wish you, wish you, wish you well You come through with your attitude You assume it won't come back to you Well, we're back to begin Nothing but two people on the move With somebody new Boy, I'm over you, so Watch me make a move with somebody Tell 
everybody what I said that I did you wrong Cause I don't wanna waste my time anymore No deception, no regret, I get telling you off It's just another conversation I'll have to Boy, I'm over you 